0: Oh. Dark in the
1: city, night is a wire. Seems somewhere up as a
0: fire. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the two-man Wolfpack podcast. As always, it is brought to you by Ting Internet. Ting Internet is a local uh, fiber internet provider offering the fastest gigabit speeds as well as the top-rated customer service. They are now available in Fuquay, Verena, Roseville, and Wake Forest. And if you use the code... Uh, at tinginternet.com slash wolfpack, you will get your first two months free, as well as free installation. We really appreciate Ting for sponsoring this episode, as well as the Thayer Thomas segment later in the episode. So thanks to Ting for sponsoring this. So it's uh, it's not a victory uh, victory week, recording this on a Wednesday afternoon uh nc state drops one to syracuse this past week up at the dome um this would normally be where anderson cuts in uh this week it is just a one-man wolf pack you're stuck with me people uh sorry for the ones who like anderson better but i don't know what to say you're stuck with me this week anderson is on his honeymoon currently uh he just got married in case in case you guys didn't see uh some of the stories they were posted on the two-man social media page or his personal – or my personal, actually. Um, so, he is on his honeymoon right now. So, that's why it's just me this week. So, it's going to be like uh, – it's going to be like Admon radio show. It's going to be like Colin Cowherd, um, but hopefully not as much as an idiot as he is. Uh, but anyway, this past Saturday, NC State and Syracuse State heads up to the Dome as the 15th-ranked team in the country. Syracuse at home is the number 18 team in the country – and, uh, and, man, State just kind of dropped a dud. Um, 24-9 to was the final. Um, that, that last touchdown Syracuse scored, I mean, still 24-9 final, but I'll, I'll just, that one's kind of going by the wayside there. Um, just, a, just a bad performance, especially offensively. Um, you know, we got the news before the game. Devin Leary was out for the year. Uh, and obviously that, obviously that hurts, you know, we, most people figured he wasn't going to play anyway. Um, then he got the news that he is out for the year. Um, so you have Jack Chambers coming in being the starter or something that myself and a bunch of other people thought, you know, could potentially even be a positive thing. Um, being that Syracuse has seen so little on him, but, uh, man, I was wrong. A lot of people were wrong. Only putting up nine points. um, Field goal in the first, field goal in the third, field goal in the fourth. It just all around bad, man, offensively. Like Jack was 18 of 30 for 160 um, on the ground, 19 carries for 58 yards. He was a leading rusher. Um, Play calling, conservative, uh, not taking any chances, just being – uh, it was playing not to lose for back for lack of a better term in my opinion. Um, just it's stuff that didn't make any sense. You know, it was a while we were alternating drives between Jack and MJ. That you can't let anybody get in a rhythm. You know, if you're if you keep doing that, you got to ride with one way or the other. You know, if if you go consistently and something's not working, okay, then maybe maybe we can switch something out. Um, but you, you just can't just you can't just alternate drives like that. You know, um, pretty pretty bland play calling and uh and even in even in the situations where state does move the ball gets 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 down in the red zone um the stuff the stuff that's happened all year in the red zone penalties uh just bonehead mistakes um states uh let's see not the first drive, the second drive of the game you get down to the three yard line you have to end up kicking a field goal that hurts another drive later in the game you get to the seven have a couple false starts that hurts um first draw. Uh yeah, it was the first drive of the game. No, maybe it wasn't the first drive. One of the drives, uh illegal formation. You know, you just can't you just can't uh you can't have those boneheaded mistakes. Um eh, along with that bland uh play calling. Um it's it was very frustrating. I mean, I saw a thing there was only four or five teams, can't remember which. In the country that scored less than ten points this week, we were one of them. Um, and you can't like I, I I know without your starting quarterback, and I know the offense hasn't looked good, but like you cannot tell me that the offense is that pathetic. You know, it, you just can't tell me that. Um, defensively, um, still had some lapses, some stuff of some stuff of old, some uh, some bad coverage in the secondary did pop up um like the the Syracuse first touchdown um it was an offside I mean it was a busted play anyway corner didn't make a play would have it mattered no but you know well possibly because you have to make a run another play but you didn't um their touchdown in the third quarter we were out wide open um just several several things on several conversions you know just so much space between receivers and, 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 but again, in, at just like the defenses seem to do all year long, they made up for it at times and put up a, a solid enough game, made some plays that I think could have won us the game. Again, um, whatever that last touchdown is, they can have that. So I'm saying the defense gave up 17 points. Um, even as it, it was a one score game, you know, the offense, you just got to put, put in the end zone one time. That's it was one time. The defense was able to manage to keep it a one-score game, the majority of that game. And the offense just didn't do anything, nothing. Um, I think a bunch of this is on the coaching staff, too. Like I was just saying, you know, play calling was uber conservative, no chances, nothing at all. Um, it's, 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 it's like they're not trusting the guys almost. And, again, I realize a second-string quarterback, I realize that. you got to try something. You've got to try something. Took one shot with MJ Morris in the game and he missed him, but you know it was open. We didn't even try anything the rest of the, like most of the rest of the game. It, it's, it's just so frustrating. My biggest thing and where the where the playing not to lose comes from. Um, Syracuse's last two possessions of the second half, State forced turnovers, two interceptions. The second one, uh, Schrader throws a pick with a minute and forty left. We have all three timeouts, and we just sit on it intent to go to half Uh, come on was 10-3 a half and a minute and 40 three timeouts and you're just nah I'm good come on that is playing not to lose if I've ever that's the definition of playing not to lose not playing to win that is so just utterly frustrating and it that that's gotta, that's gotta work on the mindset of the players too. You know, if you're not going to trust us in a two minute drill with all of your timeouts, then when are you going to trust us? You know, that, that really, really, I, I hated to see that. Um, I felt like that was similar to the Clemson game. Like the, like the last uh, possession of the Clemson game that we talked about. Um, you know, you decided to – it was a different situation, obviously. You had less time um, in the Clemson game, but, you know, just not even trying. Just, eh, we're content, whatever. The same thing here. It's even worse here. Yeah, we're content. Why? Don't be content. You have an opportunity to tie the game. I don't know. And that that that's just so, so frustrating and confusing to me. Because I would have played that totally, totally differently. Um, but I offense has a lot of stuff to figure out. I mean, we say that every single week now, but this was this was wor- this was worse than I was expecting it was gonna be. Um this was bad. <laughs> it was bad. You didn't score 10 points, three field goals, couldn't find the end zone one time. I mean, I don't I, I don't know what to say. You know, like just what I've covered. Play calling was bland. It's like I didn't trust the guys. Play not to lose. I get to your back. I get you're on the backup quarterback. I understand that, but there's a reason you brought him in. You said, and they talked about it. You wanted a veteran presence that if Devin went down, you could have somebody hop right in and you know make plays. Shit, give him the reins then. You know, don't be scared. Go out and make plays. Give him that opportunity. And if you want to ride with MJ, ride with him, J. I- frustrating i feel bad for the defense yet again even though you know they they, they did leave some stuff out there um but yeah. you just got to be better you know in a game like that especially heading into a bye week you know if you win that game we, we talked about it last week that was a really show what you're made of um how tough are you how tough is this group kind of game and they just came out and blah. Um, again, defensively, you made enough plays, probably. Um, if you have a even remotely average offense. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you got to score more. You cannot – I think it's been uh, – Six quarters now without a touchdown, something like that. That's bad. Not a top 25 offense, definitely a top 25 defense, which is why state finds themselves at 23 in the polls this week on a bye week. Um, and that's that's where we're gonna, you know, winning the bye week as they say, uh offensively has to be the focus on this i would say obviously guys need to get healthy whatever expecting to have trent Penix back um got tyler baker williams back last week devin's out for the year so that's one you know you don't really have to worry about that's off the table now so now guys can really focus okay we don't have devin this is what we're gonna have to do to win from here on out um that's the biggest thing, you know. Offense, you got to get that chemistry up. It still doesn't look like the chemistry is there with with receivers. It didn't look like with that with Devin, and especially this past week with uh, with Jack and MJ. Um, with this bye week, is this going to be like a a mini fall camp type of situation where you're going to have a quarterback type battle? I don't know. Do you want to do you want to waste a red shirt on on MJ, especially with the fact now that Devin's hurt? he can potentially come back next year. How do you want to play these cards? You know, you brought Jack in for a reason. You want to give the veteran guy the reins? Or you want to start preparing for the future? Go ahead and let MJ get some playing time. Potentially take some lumps down the stretch. Potentially not. You don't know. There's some decisions that need to be made. Regardless, I mean, chemistry is the biggest thing. Offense has to be better. Has to be. Um, and coming off the bye week is going to be the perfect opportunity to do so. State-Virginia Tech, statistically, are two of the worst offenses in the ACC. And statistically, I test, however you want to put it, Not Virginia Tech is not just one of the worst offenses. They're one of the worst teams. It's a good bounce-back opportunity on a Thursday night at Carter-Finley, which we all know is a fantastic atmosphere. It's sold out. Win that game 6-2. and two. It's a great bounce-back opportunity to get a conference win in a game at home against a team that you should beat. Do you know the defense is going to make plays? You know they are, especially against Texas offense. So, oh, another thing, too. Giving up four sacks. Come on, O-line. What's another? Just everything, guys. Everything. Hell, you watch the game. Everything, man. It's gotta be better. <laughs> Pardon me. It's gotta be better. And so, again, I feel like a broken record just going over and over, but you gotta focus on that. Focus on chemistry, focusing on guys getting reps with each other that haven't been getting reps with each other. You know, especially having Trent back. That's good. That's gonna be a big thing. That can be very, very helpful. But you know, one guy's not gonna carry that, carry that offense. Other guys have to pick up and carry that load as well. Um, Nobody had more than 39 yards receiving. Keon led the team four catches for 39 yards. It's a good average. It's 9.8. But it's only four catches for 39 yards. The longest was 16 yards. That's good. Longest offensive play was 21 yards. Yikes. And obviously, I mean, it'll take 20-plus yard plays. But like have something longer than that, you know? It's just, ah, yeah, sound like a broken record, and I apologize for that. But you guys are watching the same thing. I don't think uh, I think all of us heading into this game were kind of just like, okay, we'll see where this goes. But man, that was that was very very frustrating to watch. Um, so heading into the bye week, like I was saying, get healthy, get some chemistry down, win Virginia, win against Virginia Tech. Hopefully in a more uh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? Convincing fashion, I guess. Or just show some competency, rather. And I think we'll be okay. Um, play it one game at a time. One game at a time. Now, every, I guess officially, the New Year's Six stuff still is in your own hands. But you're with the way things are trending, you're going to need some help. Um, like you're gonna have to beat Wake Forest, and right now that doesn't look like that's gonna happen. So, and even Carolina, you know, State and Carolina this year are like complete opposites of each other, as if we already weren't. Carolina's offense, everybody knows, very very high powered, potent, crapalicious defense. State's off or State's defense, high powered, fantastic unit. State's offense, very bad. That's going to be an interesting ball game if stuff keeps up like this. Especially, like, obviously you dropped Syracuse, but State's the bad offense has still been finding ways to win for the most part, especially if that continues. That is going to be an interesting game the day after Thanksgiving. Interesting. (laughs) Weakness versus strength on every single possession. Well, no. Not I'm sorry, not wait. It's going to be strength versus strength and then weakness versus weakness. That's what's going to be. I'm uh, very interesting. I mean, I'm always looking forward to that game, I guess. But especially in this situation if things can continue to trend the way they are, that's going to be so weird. I mean, if you look down the schedule, like we came with a bye week, I mean, Virginia Tech, that's a game you should win regardless, especially that since that since that's at home. With they with the way they've been playing. Then you got Wake Forest. Oh boy. Who knows? You'll have a couple extra days to prepare at least. Man, but man, we'll see. We'll see about that one. Boston College. Is, and remember, these three games are all at home, too. It's crazy. We're we're more than halfway finished with the season, by the way. That's that's nuts to me. Boston College, another game you should win. They're they're bad. There's no other way to put it. You should win that football game even with Devin Leary out. At Louisville, I'll still throw that, even though it's on the road. This is not the Louisville we thought they we thought they were going to be. I'll even throw that as that's a game you should win. And then at Carolina, you never know with that one. I won't even try to predict what's going to happen. You never know. Like I was saying, it's going to be strength versus strength, weakness versus weakness. Whose strength is stronger, whose weakness is less bad. That's what that's going to be. But, you know, can't look ahead too far. you got to focus one at a time. Virginia Tech's first, probably the most winnable game left on the schedule. So, start off on a good foot, coming off the bye week, winning the bye week. Beat Virginia Tech on a Thursday night. Still going to be a good atmosphere. Sold out Thursday night. It always is. Still a name like Virginia Tech, even though they're not very good. It's going to be a good time. going to be a good time. So, right now we will hear from Thayer. Uh, a little bit about the Syracuse game, and then uh, also previewing the bye week. And welcome back to another session with Thayer Thomas. Brought to you by Ting Internet, tinginternet.com/slash Wolfpack. Remember that two months free, as well as your first, or as well as your installation free. Thayer, welcome back. Tough one on Saturday. Unfortunately, we're talking to you off a loss. But uh, another bounce-back opportunity, just like after the
2: Clemson game. Yeah, it was definitely a tough game. Look forward to get back out there and bounce back.
0: So, uh, so, so with, the, with the Devin Leary news breaking um, right before, obviously you knew beforehand more than likely. With that breaking beforehand and now for the rest of the season, how does, uh, how does the mindset change or the preparation change, if any, especially going into a bye week this week?
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to take this uh, opportunity to really just, uh, you know, build some chemistry with the guys that are going to be playing now Um, because up until this point, it was really everything was done with Devin. Um, And so it's really big to get with the guys that are going to be playing now and just get on the same page uh, and just, you know, continue to build and get better Um, because we have five games guaranteed left. And, uh, you know, if we go, if we win the rest these games we definitely have a better feeling a lot of our um, stomachs about the whole situation at hand so yeah Anderson what you got
1: yeah so coming off a loss sucks but um, how just what's your mentality like heading into a bye week typically you've done this for years now Uh, I I always felt like they the weeks felt longer um, but maybe as a player you can speak to maybe it's just good to get a break and let your let your body heal from uh, the grind of the season. But how do you feel about bye weeks?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been a long seven weeks. Uh, usually we have, like, a five-game stretch where we get a bye week. But, like, this year we had seven. And uh, right from the start we were in a very stressful environment in the first game of the season, like, you know, going have that game the way we want it. And just then playing, like, Clemson, Florida State, and Syracuse – all, I think at the time, I mean, I think when we played, I don't think Florida State was when we played them, but they're basically ranked, like they're on the cusp, you know, they're a great team, great team, whatever. Um, having those three games in a row is pretty tough, and two of them being on the road. So just um, really enjoying this uh, bye week, just reflect, really reflect and just uh, relax um, and get ready for this second push of the second half of the season.
0: So so you hear this some, but I want to hear it from people that aren't sitting behind a desk. What are the keys to winning a bye week?
2: Uh I would say help get healthy. And when I say get healthy, like if even if you don't have a physical injury, like get your mind healthy, like just get away a little bit and uh relax because the season's a long grind and you're always in the building, like, and it's always like, you're always at work. And so you don't get that much time off. And so this is a big time to do that.
0: So something for you, what's, what's a hobby or something that you might do this week that you might, that you normally wouldn't be able to on a game week.
2: Yeah. I mean, usually we have a bye week during the state fair. So I usually go to the fair and hang out with some friends and get to watch a little bit more uh, NFL football at night and some college games and, Eat eat uh you know, eat good food, relax. Um you know, last night I got to go home and eat dinner at my, at my house. So I did that. It's just uh yeah. Stuff I'm glad like you like the fair
0: because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, All, else. Right.
1: All right there. Um sitting at five and two NC State, that's generally has fans feeling pretty good. But, you know, with all, all the high expectations coming to this season and, you know, with Devin sitting out, has your expectations or your goals for the season changed at all? Or is it just win every single game and, you know, let the cards play out and hopefully you're in the AC
2: championship? Um, I think you just got to have that type of approach at this point. Um, it's tough because – you know, I just uh, I I mean I, I knew there was a lot of expectations on us, but as going into the season, like as a player, like you don't want to put expectations on yourself because that just makes it harder to perform well. Um, and so, like at this point in the season, like it is what it is, and we just got to learn from what has happened. And you know, if we go, like I said, if we you know go ten and two without Leary at the you know at the quarterback position. I don't think many people need to say much just because of the situation at hand and um, it's been tough, you know, Uh, it's been a tough situation. I mean, it was a tough situation when you got hurt against Florida state and then going into this week, but I think we are more than capable of uh, finishing strong. And I think the the meat of the schedule has been completed. So um, in my opinion, so.
1: No, you're definitely right there. That was a, that was probably one of the toughest stretch of games that, I mean, maybe in your career, that might have been the toughest, like, four-game stretch I've seen.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you would have said that in February, like, I wouldn't have been as, like, but just sort of what these teams that we played have been this year, like, Florida State, you know, they lost to Clemson by a touchdown Saturday. They beat LSU. Like, they're a good team. Clemson's obviously a college football playoff contention team right now. And then you have Syracuse, who's undefeated. And you got to get Syracuse credit. And also you got to look at it this way. Like Syracuse had a bye week going into our game. And, they, and, and the week before they also played Wagner, which is also a bye week. they went winning 50 to nothing in halftime. So a lot of their players didn't really play after the second quarter. So like they're just were more fresh, but you don't want to make excuses. But at the end of the day, it's just like you have the juggernaut games of Clemson and Florida State. And you got to go to Syracuse on that third game stretch. And then basically coming off a few bye weeks. It's just like the way it timed up was just sort of you know unfortunate, but along with not having Devin, you know. It yeah. Just sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah.
0: Next man up. I know, you know, you hear uh coaches talking about that. The Coach Dorns motto is hard stuff together. So now that's that's really gonna be the case now. Really gonna be tested.
2: For sure. We'll stick together though. We're a good uh, close group of guys, and so we faced stuff like this before.
0: Absolutely, we know you can. Especially, you know, coming off a of buy with Thursday night atmosphere at Carter Finley. You know, that's that's a perfect uh, that's the perfect start to the second half of the season.
2: Yeah, for sure, very winnable game, especially at home. Going to continue the home streak that we have going. Um, I think we're like one of the few three three or four teams in the country that has like a long winning streak at home. In a lot of these, like older guys like me, like we have a lot to play for, like to be one of the most winning classes in NC State history. You know, we still can be a ten, eleven game, you know, win season. Um, so, still a lot in front of us. Um, we just got to continue to just take it week by week and learn learning this bye week and uh, resting the cover for sure.
1: Definitely, and I mean this exact situation basically happened in 2020 with them and going out and. Obviously, that that was a successful season as well. So, still – New Year's bowl game is definitely still on the table, I would think.
2: Yeah, especially our two losses being, like, ranked opponents. Um, And if we – you know, I just can't stand Carolina being a possible contention for the ACC championship. Just like, what the heck. (laughs) I Um,
0: love it. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. you do not know how happy that makes me to hear you say that.
2: Like, but you know what? this is what I've sort of pictured like a a perfect reality of like, okay, we went out and we get to that last game. you know, and regardless if we are in contention or not, them us ruining their possible go to Charlotte moment uh go 10 and 2 to finish the season like that would be ideal
1: that would be good me for that yeah
0: that sounds great um i'll take that (laughs) (laughs) anderson you got anything else
1: nothing for me man uh thayer enjoy your bye week dude
2: yeah i appreciate you guys having me on the show and uh i'll probably see you guys next week
0: yeah absolutely we'll do it again next week Thank you to Thayer. Yeah, enjoy your time off. Get some rest. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, enjoy the bye week. And then we'll talk to you before uh, Thursday night against Virginia Tech the following week. Uh, thank you, Thayer, and thank you, team. All right, thanks, Thayer. That was another another uh, good conversation. We really enjoy having him on the show. Hope you guys enjoy these segments, by the way. Um, we, we really enjoy making them. Um, locks this week. I What was mine? Man, I forget mine every week, guys. I know that's that's bad. That's really bad. I take Kansas. I think I did take Kansas. Yeah, I know I did, and they did not cover. Thanks. See, it, it, man, me and Kansas have a love-hate relationship, you know? All last year got them right every week. This year missed them a ta- one time. Got them right the next couple times. Missed them again this week. I just can't catch a break with the Jayhawks. Can't do it. Can't do it. We also had a group block, though. The uh, There would be a safety in the state Syracuse game. There was not. So, our bad on that one, guys. Our bad on that one. We'll get it right this week, though. We'll get it, we'll get it right. Let's see. I'm looking through here. Man, this one. this one's really tempting to me. So, I'm going to give two. I'll give one on Anderson's behalf as well. Um, so for mine, I'm going. Man, man, man. There's some. There's some tempting stuff this week, guys. Um, number. Uh, this one. This one. This one. I feel like is the most likely. Um, number seven, Ole Miss, is on the road at LSU, and Ole Miss is a two point underdog. Underdog to LSU, even though they're the number seven team in the country. Uh, I think Ole Miss wins and covers. Well, obviously, they're an underdog. You have to win to cover. So, Ole Miss there uh, on the road as a two-point dog. I like that one. Um, The other one, number 10, Oregon, against uh, number nine, UCLA. Um, I have not been impressed with UCLA this year. Yeah. Maybe that may, this still may be partially uh, some anger from the bowl game fiasco. I don't know. I mean, you're six and zero. You win the games. You win. You're three and zero in the Pac-12. But I, you guys know this. I do not respect the Pac-12. Um, the uh, Oregon, Oregon's at home minus six. Uh, I don't like doing favorites, but I like Oregon here more than six. So that's I'm saying. Those are those are the two this week. There's a bunch of interesting one that interesting ones though, guys. Like Wake is a 20 and a half point favorite over Boston College. I mean, Wake's offense is very good. Yeah. You think they're three touchdowns better than Boston College? That's tough to say. That's tough. Like, there's a bunch of good ones. Um Minnesota and Penn State. Kansas State TC. Like, there's so many good good ones out there this week. Um Syracuse and Clemson. Clemson's at 13 and a half right now. People still riding the Syracuse train. Is Clemson two touchdowns better? I personally think so since it's Death Valley, but that's right on that line where I don't really want to touch it. Iowa and Ohio Ohio State's a 29 and a half point favorite. Again, could you see it? Yeah, you could. But they'd have to win by 30 to cover in a conference game. There's a bunch of good ones out there this week. But uh, the two, I'm saying Ole Miss, as a two-point dog, take the Rebels. And uh, Oregon, as a favorite by six, take the Ducks. Um, Best thing I saw this week, and that's a no-brainer. And it's because, well, he's not here, so he can't cry or whatever. Uh, Seeing one of my best friends, co host of this show, uh, get to say I do to the love of his life up there at uh, Bald Head Island. We're down there at Bald Head Island, up on this stage, altar, whatever you want to call it, at Bald Head Island. Uh, getting to stand up there with him as one of his groomsmen. That was that was definitely the best thing I saw this week. Um, honored to have been up there with him. And uh, really hope he's enjoying his uh, his vacation right now. Hopefully he'll listen to this while he's down there. I can't remember where he's going. Somewhere tropical. But. So if you see Anderson or any social media stuff, you know. Tell them congrats on being a married man now. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um dumb ass of the week. Man. Man, man, man. You know, I'm 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 going to keep with the with the Anderson trend for this one. Just for the dumb ass of the week. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I got to go with this. Uh Josh Naylor dog. What are you doing? You guys know I'm a big, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, you gotta back it up. He hit a he hit a big homer in uh, in the in the ALDS. He hit a big homer in game. What was that? Game four. It was. You end up losing the game. You lose game five, and they mock you. You're doing the rock the baby, he's my son stuff after hitting a homer off of Garrett Cole. Which that was only your first or second hit off him in your career, and then you lose the series. Come on. Like, what an idiot. Don't be doing that. That's my dumbass of the week. Congrats to Josh Naylor. Um, Message board stuff for, I don't, I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago I said it, but man, just go look on Pack Pride. Anything like the implosion that is just the world's ending. Did we offense look like crap? Yes, I realized that. But goodness gracious, just it's entertaining stuff. So anything on the post game thread from Pack Pride—that's uh, uh, that's the message board stuff for me. Um, coming up, something to keep in mind: uh, basketball season's coming up. Woohoo! Yeah, super excited. We're gonna still we're still gonna talk about it. So I gotta say it. We're still gonna talk about it. We'll have a we'll have a basketball uh, little preview coming up for you before uh, before. The season tips off. It was three weeks on the dot uh, yesterday, actually. So we'll have that coming up for you here within the next uh, 20 days or 19 days, I guess, to make it in time for tip off. Uh, so we'll have that coming at you. Um, hey, from that perspective, I mean, guys, it can't get any worse than it was last year, right? You know, can't get any worse. Something also pretty cool. Uh, renovations of the dope started last week. We didn't mention that. So it should be – fully fully ago now so if you're on campus around the area uh might want to pop by check that out see what's going on there um of course no no state football this saturday enjoy your weekend you know get some whatever you want to do done chillax you don't have to go through the stress of a football game whatever you want to do uh, i'm playing a golf tournament this weekend so that'll be a good time uh leaves are changing colors fall weather it's a great time to be outside um I would recommend enjoying it. Enjoy the bye week. You know, bye week's not just for players. Fans need to win the the bye week too. So uh, enjoy it, guys. Get some rest. Do something fun, something you might not normally uh, get to do. Enjoy it, guys. Um, Thanks again to Ting for sponsoring tinginternet.com slash wolfpack. First two months free as well as free installation. Thanks for listening, guys. We really, really appreciate the support as always. Thanks again. Go Pack.